Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour, brought to you by All Access MMA. Check out All Access MMA for our video podcast and MMA news and stories. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, and as always, joined by my co-host, Ed Carbajal. Ed, <laughs> wild times, wild, 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 wild west of uh, fight world yeah. and craziness everywhere right now. Um no real big events this weekend to speak of. There is a UFC uh, ESPN plus card, uh, but uh, <laughs> we're basically going to take the time to uh, catch up on uh, just kind of what's been going on through the world of MMA Twitter and news and, and as much as we can. So how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I mean, it's a uh, summer. We got, what do they call? I mean, uh, I think it traditionally it's called like an Indian summer when it's at like 70 degrees in November. Out here in the Northeast, so uh, I love it. I know not everybody does because they want the the foliage and all that bullshit. But uh, I'll take a warm day, any day of the week, over, over uh, you know freezing my ass off. Um, but um, I mean, November it's actually going to be popping in my area. I know we were talking about it before we started recording. Both the PFL and the UFC will be in Madison Square Garden this month. So <clears throat> fight fans have that to look forward to. Um, as far as like news that because we've had guests on recently, um, with Jillian the champ on and uh, our boy John talking about uh, the Team Quest guys and everyone else we've had on as of late, we haven't had a chance to talk about all the news that's been going on. It's been like a month worth of stuff that we got to kind of catch up on. But good news first is like uh, um, th- last week, uh, you know. Our, our old asses, fans of Pride Fighting Championship guys, and anyone for, that's been watching MMA and saw that whole era. Um, when Scott Coker and, and uh, Chairman Sakaki Raba get back in business together, it's, it's always fun. They announced their uh, New Year's Eve card. I mean, I feel like Japanese MMA is kind of like a staple if you're a fight fan on New Year's Eve. I, I know you're one of those guys that tries to stay up and watch it live, but they're they're doing it uh, New Year's Eve this year. It's going to be like tape delay, but I don't give a shit. I still want to see it on New Year's Eve, my time, on Showtime when they air the, that main card. Oh, it's not going to be live? I missed the tape delay thing. I was just about to mention. This. I mean, they just said they just said it at 8 o'clock, but like, I mean, New Year's Eve in Japan is not New Year's Eve here. You know what I mean? Like, I was wondering, <sighs> actually, uh, just looking at it, that's because it's funny you missed that because I am pulled it up mm-hmm. right now and it does say eight o'clock Eastern time on, mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve. And obviously there's a whole day difference between mm-hmm. most, you know, the United States and Japan. Um, I was wondering if they were running two shows, maybe if this is going to be like actually run a New Year's day. Yeah, like one in, championship in, does that with Amazon. They've been doing. Yeah. That. So yeah. I don't know, like if this is going to be the actual rise in New Year's Eve show, or if this is just Bellator versus rising, mm-hmm. perhaps on New Year's day in Japan, which would then air uh, on, on New Year's Eve here. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe 5 p.m my time is roughly like maybe like two in the two in the afternoon. Like it's fairly early because, you know, it starts with the events that start at midnight. My time are like, I would assume six or 7 PM uh, in Japan. So however that mm-hmm. math works, it would be possible to do something like that. So maybe Ryzen has its own new year's Eve show uh, that obviously we'll have to wait and see. Otherwise, like you say, it'll be tape delayed and I'll be looking for a way to watch it live. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that'll be just too good to pass up. I mean, when you're, getting the the Ryzen versus Bellator. I mean, it's everything we've asked for as fans. Uh, and it, I know it's we... one of the dopest. Yeah. It, it, like if you look at the matchup, uh, I know they have it on their website. So I'm, but I'm looking for the press release. Cause maybe I want to see if there's any specifics about, well, the... I mean the fans in, in the United States will be super familiar with Pitbull, mm-hmm. AJ McKee, Juan Archuleta and, and Kyoji Horiguchi. That's the four representatives for Bellator. Obviously Horiguchi is kind of a weird thing because he just left from Ryzen. Um, but I mean, just those names alone is is huge. <laughs> Bellator's Bellator sending their best, um, fighting, mm-hmm. you know, ch- uh, a former champ and and a couple other guys that you know, uh, was it Oka Kubo? It'll be the third fight with Horiguchi. Um, you know, there's some really good fights on it. You know, it was crazy. Did you watch a press conference? <clears throat> the press conference when they did the announcement. I did. <clears throat> really you should check it out because um, Hiromasa, the Ogikubu guy that's fighting Horiguchi, mm-hmm. he was not shy about <laughs> <laughs> he was not shy about 
you know, losing to him twice and, and having legit beef with him. I will definitely check that out. Yeah, uh, Roberto D'Souza. He's he flat yeah. out. I hate his guts. <laughs> <laughs> no, AJ McKee D'Souza is a great fight. Uh, Roberto D'Souza is a, a former uh, mm-hmm. lightweight uh, champion over there. Um, and the main event is Erbst, uh, Clever Erbst, uh, 31-5. Uh, been around forever fighting KSW, Pancras, uh and Ryan Ryzen, uh, and and they're kind of and they're going to add a fifth fight. fight. Like there's a fifth fight unannounced yet that they're they will be announcing soon, maybe this weekend because I believe they have the is it this weekend that they have the Bellator they had Bellator Milan last week and I'm sorry I might, might be off my might be off my 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 own uh, hold on I have their schedule up who sorry November 18th is their next card the Nemkov Anderson card um but yeah because they had Bellator Milan last weekend. And um, that was like a daytime card, so I'm actually still catching up on that one. But yeah, man, this this is uh, the fact that they're able to do this, and they said that they're going to make it a regular thing again, at least to try to do it you know, at least every New Year's Eve or, or or twice a year. I would think maybe when do they go to the Hawaii? I forget. Usually December. <clears throat> yeah, oh, early December. So obviously, maybe this is the first of many ventures that they they're going to do co promote. But listen. I'm going to read a quote from Sakaki Raba. Like he, he, he just said at this press conference, he says it's the first time the two promotions fully could go at it, but it's not the first time. We know they've done stuff together before, mm-hmm. but he says we want to introduce a way of enjoying a new way of enjoying mixed martial arts. And I think this now's the time to kind of pave the way for folks to stop this nut hucking of a certain promotion. And kind of like we get to actually see the best of someone fight the best of, best of someone else. And if this kind of catapults it, because I feel like one championship is game for something like this. Um, and if we can, if we can see, like you know, the uh, <laughs> like Mighty Mouse fight uh, one of a one thirty five or one twenty five pound, pound fighter. That's at the top of the of the heap in, in Ryzen or Bellator, you know what I mean? Like, like I think it's time to start featuring fights like this versus the wash, rinse, and repeat that the UFC does every fucking weekend. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we've stated it before. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's hard. To, it, so basically, what you just said is what we've been as MMA fans been wanting for a long, long time. A company called Pro Elite or. or Tried to one time do it when they bought Elite XC. Um, they bought, uh, I believe, Icon mm. from Hawaii, King of the Cage. Like there was just big like mm. conglomerate that came together, <clears throat> and it lasted all of about like two mm. months or something like that because greed and and yeah. all that usually steps in. The hard parts that it's hard to deny that the UFC basically has the best fighters. I mean, that's it, 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 the majority of the best fighters in every weight class. So that makes it a little bit harder to deal with when you're talking about bringing everybody together. But as far as just competition goes, as mm-hmm. far as like closing the gap on the outside and bringing everybody together for potential big cards, it's obviously there because there's also, there's certain fights that can be made cross promotion that will elevate the sport. And you mm-hmm. mentioned mighty mouse. There's a couple guys. <clears throat> one really needs to establish itself. I think one mm-hmm. probably is like a year away or maybe on Amazon, if they have successful, like half dozen, events or eight of good you know you need a little run of good events to get that chatter going um well we saw that one in the ufc uh mm-hmm. but obviously <laughs> it would be a different fighter now fight now yeah they're both so much better now yeah yeah spark your mentioned <clears throat> uh horiguchi versus mighty mouse mm-hmm. um but uh yeah I, I mean obviously now would be in a slightly different weight class there's a lot a lot to factor in at that but there's just so much i mean mm-hmm. uh and and when you throw in you know that the UF or Bellator still has Cyborg. They they still have Fedor. Those are a couple of cool names that you could mix in on a Japanese card and really elevate yeah. it. You know, um, so and, and and the fact that they're doing it though, like I said, it's 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 baby steps still because like as as you know, MMA is finally popular enough that you have a bunch of fucking NFTs and meme guys and all these fucking Twitch nerds and shit that are into it now and doing their whole fucking thing. But it's it's big enough now that that now they can start playing with stuff like this, and it's it's at the point like like shout out to uh, our boy at CombatSportsLaw.com, Eric McGracken. He was doing some stuff on on just like commissions and pitching the the Fighting Foundation to uh, to 
stuff, you know, just looking at who will listen to him about brain health and stuff, um, especially with the, the news of the slap fighting league getting added to the Nevada's uh, list of fight sports, which we're going to get to in a minute. But um, just him doing that, he stumbled across uh, Colorado looking to approve a, a, a one championship event sometime in 2023, at least in that first or second quarter he saw on their, on their calendar. Um, and then Damon Martin, uh, you know, verified that. So, but it was just because Eric McGracken, you know, he's on his soapbox about brain health. He stumbled across that and put that news out there on Twitter. So that just mean goes to show you that like, like there's a demand, the demand that if it's not there where we want it to be anyway, it's opening up to to the commissions to say like, all right, you know, maybe let's let, let's all get in on the fight business. But there's only so much versions of fighting that you can really call true comp- competitive combat sports. And the the fact that the silly part of it is uh, the slap was it slap fight league that Dana White started slap boxing. What the fuck's it called? I think a slap fight league. It yeah. Now listen, <laughs> when I see that. And I know you like to get into some pretty weird shit with me. <laughs> but I mean, am, am I are we on the same page with with that? Like that's not even on our radar. Fucking slap. Okay, so here's where it is on my radar. Like on YouTube, <laughs> I'll check it out because it kind of makes me laugh a little bit and like it has its moments mm-hmm. of like hilarity more than anything for mm-hmm. me. Um and my stance on it is if two dudes want to go to a competition and slap each other. I'm perfectly okay with that. What does confuse me as just somebody trying to be realistic is how something like this would really get sanctioned because there is no, it all, it it, it, all it is, is concussion. There's no, Mm -hmm. it it would be like a football. If you just said, we're just going to line guys up and go head, head up on the line and just crash into each other nonstop mm-hmm. for 60 minutes mm-hmm. and then see how many linemen can still stand up at the end of it. That would be, you know, be, and if anybody takes that, you know, uh, <laughs> I, want, I want credit for the, the football without the football, but <laughs> uh, you know, it's just so weird that that's mm-hmm. it, it. There's, there's very little to it. And it seems like, like yeah, it's, it, there's no com- competitive aspect to it. And that's what, again, that was what McGracken was citing. And now you have other Brian Sutter, who's a doctor talking to, he just did a whole video on his YouTube channel. If you don't follow his YouTube channel, he's another one you should check out. Cause he covers injuries like Qatar's knee that blew out this weekend. And you know, he'll hook from EBI. Like he does go over some serious MMA injuries and give you some insight on them. And he saw that. And, and again, he's another one scratching his head. I think, um, who else wrote an article on it where they spoke to a doctor that was like, it's not safe at all. There's no competitive aspect. I don't understand how commission would green light it. But I mean, again, at the end of the day, especially when you look at where it's happening and you look at the, the stuff that happened with, um, uh, where was, was with the way in the bot where they changed the, everything happens in their own hometown and in, in, in Nevada, oh, okay. like everybody gets a piece of the, the, the financial pie there. So if there's if 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 they found a way to circulate business, it, it's just easier to get weird shit done, and it's, so it's no wonder that I don't see any. I don't because of the pushback. I probably don't think it's going to get sanctioned elsewhere. But if it's just there, then then they're going to corner the market and have all these fucking giant you know people slap the shit out of each other until somebody probably fucking dies from it because those guys aren't small that are slapping the shit out of each other. Like some of those guys are you know, like Brock Lesnar sized people and they're just standing there letting someone hit them as hard as they can without trying to evade blocker or, 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 you know, it's like literally, you know, who falls down first and can't get up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the rules are per se, but a slap can become an open palm strike really, really quick. Yeah. And and if anybody watched the old uh, boss root and stuff, you can see kind of what catching your palm, Mm -hmm. you know, using the, the, the butt of your palm to, to hit somebody can oh there's can guys do. there to catch them they're not gonna hit their heads that's... <laughs> listen listen i'm all for it that's the weird thing like like you want to do it great you want to do it and put it on youtube great i i will never judge you i don't Ooh. even care but it's just weird to me that a commission that claims to be like an athletic commission would would be so free and open to it because there's really no limit at this point like, could you do? Are we just going to get people beaten to people with fish? 
I mean, like, it's like there's anything that can happen now. Yeah, like giant slap fish. Yeah, it's like yeah. giant frozen fish. We're just going to start bashing each other in the head and see who's, who can last the longest. You know, I mean, there's really such little, little, uh, there's no sport to it. You don't have to be an athlete. You have to have a chin and you, you got to have a chin. That's what the whole, the winner of the sport is whoever can take the slap. You really don't. I mean, I don't mm. even know if you really have to dish one out very hard if, if you just can take it. You know, do you do you lose by points mm-hmm. or is it just is there a judges? I, I heard there was three rounds. So if both dudes stand through three rounds, do they like is there like, you know, PFL slap, you know, uh, slap <laughs> pressure or pounds per, per square inch of the slap knows. or, you know what? I mean, it's just so weird. But yeah, it's just weird that it would get it'd be okayed. And like you said, I don't know if somebody's going to die from it, like right there. But and I don't, yeah, we don't it, want it's just that, free. But, it's just free yeah. knockouts. And it's it's just it, it seems it's, it's like the most bottom of the barrel thing that you would expect out of a smaller commission in somewhere in this country that really just is the only, like they'd have no money. So like, mm-hmm. okay, we might be able to make a couple bucks. We get it. But yeah. the Nevada commission, I mean, there's, there's more events that want to happen in Nevada that they'll mm-hmm. even legalize or, or even sanction. And uh, to allow that's kind of, kind of wild, but uh, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? So we had Anderson Silva, Jake Paul this weekend yeah. boxing fight match. Um, Speaking of brain health, yeah, <laughs> we didn't. You know, yeah. we didn't do picks. We didn't. And you know, I went back and forth on it. We talked. You know, I I think the outcome. I mean, obviously, anybody that didn't watch or hasn't somehow been under a rock, Jake Paul won by decision. He dropped Anderson Silva in the seventh round, I believe. Uh, I don't think it was the last round, but it was definitely late in the fight. Um, was was pretty much won, I, in my opinion, like, you know, five, six of the eight rounds. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the way I saw it. I know there was some disagreement. Uh, Anderson Silva's older. We weren't really saying that before the fight. I know it was getting mentioned, but I think I, I think there's a little bit of crow to be ate by some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be me and you. We've, we joked about this from the beginning, but all I can say is, you know, the, the dude, uh, Jake Paul went out there one, he's obviously training. We've given him credit for that. Yeah. Um, he comes in in shape. He does his thing and he's winning. He won. Yeah. Um, there's well, not my, much my, else you can say really to no, bash I'm... the guy other than he doesn't fight <laughs> high ranking pro boxers. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, though, like my thing with, I mean, he tried to do that. I mean, not high ranking, but you know, legit, legit. Yeah, bro. like people called for him. Like, like Dana White was the one that was like, "Okay, fight Anderson Silva." Okay, mm-hmm. nah. so he did, and he won. And before that, people were like, "Oh, you know, you're fighting all these older MMA guys. Why don't you fight a real boxer?" And he tried to do that, but they all, you know, they all did what, unfortunately, what the bad side of boxing is getting fights made and. You know, he had Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury couldn't get in the country because the whole Kinahan, you know, connection with his with his Tyson Fury and all that bullshit. Then he tried to get an alternate, and the guy that was here that he could have fought did what what you know boxing does on the negotiating side and fucked around about weight and all this stuff. And here Jake Paul was just ready to fight, and and you know he was very adamant about it when he put his social media post that he was just like, this is this is exactly why boxing gets to hate that it does because it's shit like this like here i am ready to go and and you guys are asking me to fight a boxer and now i can't i'm ready to fight a boxer and no boxer can get (laughs) can can get to me um that that and so i i i mean i give him credit you know like i know he he, he, he's he kind of gets his following off of trolling and stuff like that but he's trying to do what folks are calling him out to do and I mean, the thing, the positive side of it is if 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 MMA fighters are more willing and easier to step to the plate and get a payday off of it and risk, you know, getting knocked out badly or losing, but like like you know, he beat he like you said he beat if he if he fight, fight, fights prime Anderson Silva, you know, it's obviously not the same fight, but he still fought a game Anderson's a forty seven year old game Anderson Silva. And we got what he got. The knockdown, I mean, when I watch people are trying to say it's fixed or whatever, I didn't see that. What I saw was a misstep in Anderson with that weird head movement. He was just off balance, and, and it looks like a knockdown. People were saying how it didn't really connect, but watch his foot. You'll see that he's, like, standing on one toe of that boxing shoe, and the way he swerved his head, he just kind of knocked himself down, so to speak. 
So it, it was still him trying to box a younger man and you know, went the distance, whatever. What I did like about it too is like there was no fucking beef. Like there, there was no mm-hmm. bullshit, no trolling, and you know there were they're they're dancing together and the and me like there was sport there was some sportsmanship there and he I mean and he respected Anderson Silva and they, they're su- supposedly want to do things to help you know doing a fighters foundation to kind of help like with them with health care and stuff like that. So if that comes out of this, then then you know do more of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, there was respect. There were some laughs. I, like, I, I, I know, I, I thought it was just going to be kind of fun, and that's kind of what it turned out to be. Now, here's another thing. It was a great fight. Like, mm-hmm. for, for, for what it was, if you want to call it like a, a kind of a circus sideshow yeah. fight, it's the, probably the best circus sideshow fight we've ever had. You had mm-hmm. two guys who really fought well. Um, and, and I think we, we just need to acknowledge that Jake Paul is taking this seriously. And, mm-hmm he's athletic. He was a wrestler. You know, it's not like he's, this isn't like, you know, some softball dad coming off the, the, you know, the couch to do this. You know, he was a younger kid who, who took it on and, and he's being successful again. He's not fighting the best of the best, but they're really, I mean, I, I don't know if he should be, you know, like what, it, why can't he just be this, you know, what he is and, and, I don't know. I, I just think whatever if people are getting paid, it's done legally. Mm-hmm. You got referees in there. Nobody's getting, you know, I mean, he dropped Woodley. Woodley got knocked out bad, but um, you know, uh, we it's and the thing of it is like, I think a lot, and I, I know we've said this before, but like, you know, he's young and he's got the money and the time to put into, to training, to, to, to be, to bring those types of fights to Woodley. You know, yeah, he's getting the, he's getting these guys that are, you know, once were champions and, you know, I, Joe Rogan brought it up recently where he was like, yeah, you, you know, the UFC got Ben Askren when he was already having issues with his hip and then he had to have the hip surgery. You know, all that stuff happened. Like, you're not, you didn't get the, you're not, you didn't get the prime Ben Askren that would, that was wrestling, wrestling people to death. And, you know, same thing with Woodley that was literally like, like, um, you know, doing things better than uh, him. And I remember him and Usman had that thing, like who did it better when they fought Damian Maya, you know. You didn't get that version of of Woodley. You got the Woodley that was kind of complacent with where he's at in his career and stuff like that. So, um, and if you look, if you think about it, like think about the guys go back to MMA, like early days of MMA. BJ Penn, BJ Penn, you know, he had some money, so he had all he did was train, and we got the BJ, the legendary fighter that most folks know, you know, when he was in his prime. And, and in a sense, that's kind of. If you're looking at Jake Paul as a boxer and what he's doing with boxing, you know, he, he all he's got is the, the money and the time to put into training. And l- let's not be surprised if he's actually growing as a as a boxer. I mean, I know folks were saying, oh, it's like, well, it was like watching a sparring match. But if he's getting these paydays out of putting on a, a, a live sparring match, you know, who, who who's going to hate on him for it? You know, dude. I mean, I, I I didn't see a live spy match. I saw two guys that you know the first round was slow as mm-hmm. hell. You know, but like, let's not act like Anderson Silva hasn't done that a half dozen times in MMA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Anderson did his dancing around. I mean, it's just he doesn't have four ounce boxing gloves on. Perhaps if he's wearing four ounce gloves, he does the little hand wand, mm-hmm. you know, reverse thing, and and pops him, and it's different. You know, he's got boxing gloves on. He's uh, Jake Paul's a big dude. This yeah. Is, so yeah, he's young. He's strong, and yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the brain damage that from from competition that these other, you know, not that brain damage is the right word, but he doesn't have that. He doesn't have the uh, the the wear and tear on him, you know, that a lot of these guys have. So you know, he's able to take some, you know, punishment. He took some hits. I think there was mm-hmm. a, you know, there was a round when Anderson was winning, he was winning, you know, mm-hmm. he was, he was keeping busy and he was putting pressure on and he, Anderson's never had one punch knockout, you know, power. He knocked out Tito Ortiz, but you know, <laughs> he knocked out old Tito mm-hmm. Ortiz. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. so uh, I don't, I don't put too much into that. I think Tommy Fury's kind of a joke. If I'm being honest, like everybody's like, he needs to fight a boxer. Well, Tommy and Tommy Fury's like, I'll be the guy. Like I need to be the gatekeeper between, between Jake Paul fighting YouTubers and, or, or and MMA fighters and being real boxers. Mm-hmm. How about you have a real career and you go for something else rather than wanting to fight a guy who's only fought MMA guys. Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of funny. I mean, just come out and say you want the money and you, you, you know, I mean, but there's no, 
go go find somebody else. As Tommy Fury, I mean, I know he fought uh, our boy Anthony Taylor, um, and he's fought a couple. But has why isn't why isn't he fighting anybody? Yeah, to a decision too, like not for nothing. That was like I think that was Anthony Taylor's like first pro boxing. I think it was his pro debate. Yeah, I think it was his pro yeah, debut. And he, and he still know. went to the decision to him. Like it wasn't. It's not like he he knocked him down. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just weird to me that like he's the like. Go call out a real boxer. They're mm-hmm. going after Jake Paul, but what about Tom- and Tommy Fury's like only fight he wants is Jake Paul. Well, that's kind of <laughs> kind of strange to me. So yeah, I yeah. I think he's coming off kind of clown on that. But mm. on a more positive subject, our favorite Doc, Doc Lucas, texted mm-hmm. me the other day and let me know that the South Carolina Athletic Commission has officially approved open scoring for the state of South Carolina and bare knuckle combat. Uh, I don't know about bare knuckle MMA, but certainly bare knuckle uh, fighting. Um, and as a result, it took about eight hours or so. BYB, the Trigon, mm-hmm. uh, Data 5000 and the boys are bringing the Trigon to South Carolina on <laughs> December 9th for the for the first event. So uh, Doc Lucas did it. We asked him, yeah. we asked him for it. And, uh, I know. wonder if they're going to try to do, because you saw like around the same, I don't know if it was the same day, it was definitely the same week. They announced that bare knuckle Muay Thai fight between um, um, Senchai and and the the and Bukwa. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they're going to try to add that because that would be pretty big. I mean, that's a pretty. I big think fight. I think that's going to be BKFC Thailand though. Hmm. Yeah, that makes that, more sense. Yeah, that's, I think that's. The, I don't think they're bringing those guys into the United States because they know. they announced it with no like venue. I mean, that again, this was weeks ago because we're we're playing catch up over here with all the guests we had, but. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be the, I mean, if, yeah, it makes more sense to be BKFC Thailand. Um, one thing about, um, and, and, uh, so now you have like folks doing more open scoring, um, where Doc Lucas is, and, uh, or who does it? Kansas is, is like the Kansas, Colorado. And now we can add South Carolina to like folks that are trying to do innovative things in combat sports. I'm wondering how long it's going to take for like the, like the major like fight states like Nevada. I mean, we can say New York because of boxing, you know, in the Mecca and blah, blah, blah. All that, you know, sort of is kind of, I guess, still true. Um, if, I if would be curious. I'm assuming and this is assumption, um, but I'm assuming that just because it's you can do open scoring doesn't necessarily mean you have to. Yeah, yeah. That's always been the idea. Oh, yeah. OK, OK. So it's optional because I was going to say that would might be something that that persuade somebody not you know the ufc or somebody to avoid those states um if mm-hmm. you, but so it's not it's not necessarily the rule it's an option yeah because uh, i forget someone did it uh there not so long ago and and uh and they 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 announced i forget who it was but they opted not even though it was an option they chose not to do it and i forget i forget if it was i forget who did it um some someone reason not so long ago i don't know if it was one of the shows that wheelock worked so something in Kansas, it couldn't have been triad. Um, I don't remember who, but yeah, like, but that's how, that's how that came out. Like, like they have the option, but the the promoter, it's the promoter's discretion whether or not they use it or not. Um, okay, cool. You would hope that they would because it looks like it's uh, well-received amongst fighters and folks that have been using it. Um, I don't mind it. It's, I mean, I, I, I thought I would mind it as I watch the events. I, I enjoy it, um, but we'll see, man. I mean, I hope uh, with that with that being out there and, and the you know that brings more work uh, to Doc Lucas's way because the Carolinas are our, you know they're not bad to visit. I've been to North Carolina, so they're they're nice they're nice at certain times of year. Um, I do want to uh, kind of just go back to the Bellator Rising thing we were talking about, you know the the evolution of the sport and stuff. You kind of mentioned it when we had Jillian on last week. You know Josh Thompson put out that. Uh, I think I, when I talked about it with my editor over at my MMA, my MMA News, first of all, I told him I agreed with Thompson, and um, he was like, "But he he worded it poorly," and I, I know what he meant by that because Thompson asked MMA Media, "Are you going to promote this event?" And that's where it's the, the the funny thing is all the people that chimed in them that to say we're not promoters and blah 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 are also the people that are guilty of literally riding the UFC's fucking nutsack all the time. Um, and, and, and so he didn't mean to say promote, promote, I, I almost wanted to reach out to him to try to get him on here, but, um, you know, with the, with the timing and trying to do everything, I was just like, you know what, if, if, uh, I'll bring it up next Bellator event, I cover hopefully in December, if, if I get to Mohegan Sun in December, to, 
I'll just ask him straight up and like record it or something. But like, you know, whatever he meant to say. But you know, I he he kind of said, "What are you afraid you're going to use you lose your UFC credential?" And all the folks that were like attacking him were kind of just like, you know, oh, we don't promote events. We're not afraid. We're not afraid of using. Them. But not for no, not for nothing. Literally at the beginning of the same month, all of you motherfuckers got your credential pulled for one weekend, so that Mark Zuckerberg could sit cage side and watch an event. And nobody said shit about it. Not only did you not say shit about it, you fucking ate that shit. And literally, we're like, okay, uh, we'll just come back next weekend and not ever bring it up and ask why. Or, and no one said anything about it. Like, why did you do that to us? How come you didn't mention it when we asked? And then, uh, you know, it, it was allegedly for some meta. Oh, Dana White flat out said, oh, Mark Zuckerberg didn't rent the thing. But, I mean, everybody clearly saw different. People were like, oh, just, they're, they're testing meta. But that was tested at an LFA event the week after. So what the fuck was being tested there that you, you shitheads couldn't get to the event? You know what I mean? And then you're going to say Josh Thompson's talking out of his ass about you. You literally all got your credential pulled. And then they gave it back to you. And you, and you just said thank you. And and took that so, and and here you go giving them their their trash to cover their events like like they give a fuck about you, you know what I mean? Like like it's just stupid. Like that's why I literally you see I, I the last couple if it's if it's if it's on ESPN Plus and at the Apex, and I got something else going on on a Saturday night, I'll fucking do that. I mean, my I I prefer. Bellator, regional MMA, the stuff I do for Spectation Sports and my MMA news, everything you see me write about lately, that's what I like to do. So I just, I just wanted to put that out there because I mean, you know, fucking what they, what do the kids call them? Simps, <laughs> fucking simping for the UFC, fucking thirsty asses, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's fucking corny already, dude. Uh, it's it's we you and I privately say it a lot, but I like. It's it's hard to keep me fucking interested in what's interested in what's going on in the UFC these days. No, I brought it up on on the when I was a guest on another podcast that you know to some major media guys that I thought most of the media was in the pocket of the UFC and um, I mean I'm amazed you know I've I've talked about it at okay. nauseum uh, you know about UFC fans UFC there's UFC media and then there's MMA media. There's mm-hmm. guys that cover both guys like Nolan King cover both. There's guys, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, and he extensively covers Bellator, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the same group of guys. There's a crossover of like two guys, three guys. <laughs> if, if their events are on different weekends, but if there's a Bellator event and there's a UFC event, even if it's just a small UFC event and a major tent pole Bellator event, there's more people at the small UFC event. Mm-hmm covered it for media and promotion is maybe not the right word, but I think it's also kind of being a little bit, uh, I don't even know what the word is kind of ignoring like the elephant in the room that like promotion is through these articles and tweets. That's how most people know about the event because of Brett Okamoto tweeting about it, not because of any other reason, like not because of what Dana White says. If everything Dana White says is promoted by these people who retweet what he says, Mm -hmm. It's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, that you're, you're promoting the tweet, so yeah, you're promoting the. It's event. trending because you fuckers are talking about yes, it. Yeah, and, and and but does ESPN promote? So ESPN obviously mm-hmm. owns a lot of the UFC or their their video, the broadcast you know, their, rights. Their broadcast yeah. rights. Can they talk about Bellator? Because he that's the people he's also talking to. Mm-hmm. If Bellator got ESPN stuff, if we saw AJ McKee, if we saw those Aaron Pico, if we saw those guys getting interviewed by Stephen A. Smith, I think Bellator would be in a much better place than it is right now. So there is some promotion that comes from these people. Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest name, you know, the big, you know, Ariel Hawani does a good job of spreading it around. You know, he, he we for all the criticism we've had of him, he at least talks to everybody. Yeah. You know, you have, you have a couple people that, that do that, that are, that are the influencers of MMA media, mm-hmm. you know, but, I, it just doesn't seem like you, you know, we're near the same coverage and I understand you're going to go where the money is. I kind of get it, but don't also get so defensive mm-hmm. that like, it's the truth. Just say, yeah, I'm in it for the money. I'm in it for the money <laughs> and the money's where the UFC is. Yeah, that's, where yeah. that's where I'm going to go. But don't be like, oh, I covered Horiguchi's whole run and rising when you never even tweeted about anything that's ever come out of Japan, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
it, just don't be offended by it. We're all, you know, if you just like the UFC, if you're a UFC fan, you know, if if that's what you watch, great, enjoy it. It's your thing. But don't when when an MMA fan goes like, "Hey, dude, there's a lot of good fighters out here that mm-hmm. you're missing out on." Don't try to lecture him about how, you know, Josh Kosh checks an all-time top five Walter weight or some, you know, something like that. We don't need to hear it. It just, it's, it's stupid. You know, it, it, we're all, we all live through this. We all watch it. it. We can see the videos. We can see who's out there fighting. Mm-hmm. You don't need to try to fake what, what the reality is um, when it comes to, you know, who the best fighters are. Just because the cage says UFC, I can watch a fight that says Bellator, KSW and go, yeah, those guys are just as good. And if you can't do that, then you're, you're a simp or a shield or whatever the heck you, you whatever know, the fuck that means whatever the whatever that is i don't know but, where i heard that word like like a while ago you know this past year i've heard some you know guys that chase after chicks or whatever they call them simps or whatever and all that. i don't know what the fuck it means but if if that means you're just at you're just kind of like 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 you know thirsty for for the attention of some chick or whatever then that's pretty much what all those people that are that are literally make it and their whole thing to follow and take whatever the UFC throws at them, <clears throat> whether it's fucking fuck off this weekend and come back next weekend. Because like the one I mean, dude, yeah, I, I forget one dude was like even said to him uh, when they were like, "You guys can have off this weekend." And Bellator put out that tweet: "If you guys have nothing to do this weekend, you can come cover our event." Like I, I don't know how many people took that in. I walked, I walked by media row, and there was like, let's say that you know. Right. Let's say there's 20 chairs, 20 seats. That's right. You were there. Yeah. Uh, seven people, maybe yeah. somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. You know, and the same, like I said, Josh Gross was there because he's not allowed to go to well, well, the one guy was like, uh, uh, the, the Mac Life dude was like, you know, we can work. And he was like, no, take off. And the fucking guy just like, oh, okay. Then I'll fucking whatever you say. Yeah. 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 So. No, I, listen, it's just, there's uh, so many things. We just sat mm-hmm. here, talked about, you know, five different promotions during this podcast. Um, <laughs> there's a lot going on. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if you're a fan of fight sports, there's a ton going on. Yeah. Follow uh, the if, sports, cover yeah, the sport, not you know, just the, you know, the, yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm talking about from a fan perspective yeah. too, because you know, you just, you see it all the time and it's like, dude, we get it. You know, like I, I watch more. I don't miss Bellator. I don't miss BKFC. Uh, there's certain things I just don't miss because yeah. I find them a little bit more. I'm more interested in their fighter stories Same right now. Here, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and it allows me some time to uh, enjoy it. I feel like the UFC with the constant every week, every week for me, at least it just becomes like a, just a, a collage as opposed to like a photo, mm-hmm. you know, like Bellator is a photo for me. Like I did, I can remember who won the last event I, or, you mm-hmm. know, and the Milan events kind of an off one, but the last big American UFC. Event, but that's the thing. Like I still need to see all those fights. Like I have uh-huh, it queued up on, uh-huh. on, on, on my, I watched it. I watched like, it. I just can't remember how to pronounce everybody's name that fought, you yeah. know, but, but I watched it, you know, Piccolotti lost the main event, you know, um, but uh, not to not spoiler, <laughs> but uh, well, no, I know by now, but I still like want to see the fight because I know that Bonsuria, I can't pronounce his name, Bonsuria, whatever his name is. Uh-huh. Apparently, he, he fucking showed out really well. And, and I so I want to see those fights. I only watched up like uh, there's two of the prelims left that I have to watch before I finish watching that card. Um, but I'm more I'm more interested in catching up on that than, the you know, I can just turn on Twitter and watch our highlights from every UFC event. And yes, it's cool. Again, the thing is, it's a double-edged sword because you you can't you can't bash the UFC. It's because of their growth. And I think I wrote about this in one of my newsletters lately. But it's because they're so big that we got we can see all these other other promotions and fights happen. They led the way, and they deserve all the credit in the world. But like, I just don't like the. It's it, they've gotten to a point now that whole thing with banning media and, and fighters, family and friends or whatever to to put on a show for, for this guy. Like he was fucking Joaquin Phoenix and gladiator. I forget the commodist was a character's name. That was just a little bit. I don't like shit like that. Like I, I've yeah, always yeah. been the guy, like even when I was into pro wrestling and Monday night wars, I was a WCW guy. I wasn't a WWE or F guy. And even now, like I'll, I, I, I'd prefer, you know, we talk about it. I watch AEW. I still don't want, like, that's just been the way I am. If everybody's going to be fucking chasing, something i don't chase that shit i chase the other shit because it's yeah. the same and it's probably better and not as um you know washed in and whatever weird goggles folks are looking yeah. at it in. but to be fair like 
you've paid your dues to the UFC. You've wrote mil- hundreds of articles about UFC events, mm. UFC fighters. You know, you've put in your time. So you have just as right. Anybody watching the video podcast to see that I'm sitting in a room of MMA memorabilia. I've put, I've spent, I don't mean, just ungodly amounts of money on UFC events in my life. So I feel like I have the right to, you know, nobody can go, hey, well, you're just a shill for Bellator. Like, no, like I'm literally, you know, my life has been UFC for 25 years, but I also can call them out when like we're just getting watered down stuff. Mm-hmm. There's they're, they're sucking up the regional scene by with by putting on their own events. Um, it, it's it, and, and 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 getting back to MMA media, they, they, they get 99 percent of the coverage. On ESPN, I mean, they might even get 100%. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe if there's a big knockout in Bellator, it makes the top five plays of the day or something. But you never get like a, a championship recap. You never yeah. get, hey, like so-and-so defeated so-and-so for the world title in Bellator. You never get that. So that, that it doesn't scroll. They don't even put it across the bottom of the screen. So, you know, is ESPN a, pr- a promotion company? No. But if they decide to promote your event, then they certainly are. They become one real quick, <laughs> yeah. you know. So that's that's the thing. But um, and, well, I, and I, I hope I hope all the media guys that know we love them uh, don't don't take this too much to heart. And know that uh, you know can can at least criticize. Hey, they all know me, and some coach. of them some of them see me face to face. So if they, I mean, they could they're welcome to say something <laughs> to me if they want to. And I'll tell them the same thing in front of them. But I mean, most of them. The thing is, I know the guys that I'm cool with are also kind of on the same page. Yeah, so. no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Plus, instead of a blue check mark, you got a black belt now on your uh, on your Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize I, I, that you could put emojis on the end of your handle, so I was like, "Fuck a check mark," which I never wanted anyway. But uh-huh. I'm like, you guys can fight to, to all the people that are getting all stupid over a, a freaking symbol on your social media page. Um, you know, put something you like there. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just put something you like there. But really quick, I just uh, talking about one championship and other promotions. You know, the when we were talking about fighters to watch, remember how we did that, like, the year-end thing? And I mentioned uh, Rene Derrida was, like, the one that I wanted to, like, really uh-huh. see shine. One championship just announced for one on Prime Video 5. Again, I mean, uh, talking about shilling out. We are uh, an Amazon <laughs> affiliate, so if you don't have uh, Prime Video, use our link to sign up for Amazon Prime. But they just announced for one on Prime Video 5, Deritter is going to try to go for his third title against the heavyweight world champion at one championship, uh, Anatoly Malikin. Um, and that's going to be December 2nd on a Friday night on Amazon Prime. If you haven't watched this dude, if you haven't watched this dude fight, I'm telling you, the guy is, um, I hope if he gets three titles in, in one championship, like somebody, uh, these media folks that we were just talking shit about, you better start talking about this dude because this guy's a, a, a this guy is like he's probably he's my favorite like bigger big heavyweight fighter as far as like heavier fighter goes he's one of my favorites and I said at the beginning of the year and like when I saw that announced because I know he was supposed to be on this card coming up this month uh, Prime Video Four and I wondered why they took him off and they they took him out and they put Daniel Kelly and the Sambo chick as part of that card and I was like that's a weird swap and then. They made this announcement today, and I was like, "Man, if this guy wins, like you, you really." I mean, then they're coming again. They're coming. They're supposed to come to the U.S. next year. This dude is is gonna if if he can keep making. He's undefeated too. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> is Daniel Kelly? Is that uh, uh, grappling or is she? Yeah, submission. No submission only. Okay. Uh, which, if you haven't watched those, those are on Amazon Prime too. The Rutello brothers or Mike Musumeci. Um, all those guys are, are are like are are putting on uh, displays for, for if you have like watch competitive grappling, they've they've just done they've just done some really uh, amazing things. Homeboy Kevin Nicholson uh, got an injury comment. Let's bring that up on the screen here. Quick injury comment. TJ is facing his second shoulder surgery. Unstable shoulders are notorious for remaining unstable once you get to a second surgery. Bad news for a fighter in his mid thirties. Oof, yeah. You know, I you know, I've stated a million times he's one of my favorite fighters that mm-hmm. I watched in the UFC. I was not happy that he went out there and fought with the shoulder like that. I thought that, that was extremely uh selfish 
Mm -hmm. um, as far as just him collecting money. I know he said today he doesn't have to fight for money, but there's no other reason why you would fight Aljamain Sterling with one shoulder, um, essentially half your body. Yeah. Um, I, I, and as a fan, I, I definitely step back and I'm like, dude, like just retire. Mm -hmm. Like if you've got the money, you saying you tell me you've got the money, like just retire. Like we don't, I don't want to see that again. And you know, God forbid he, they, you know, cause if he comes back, the UFC is going to put him in a co-main or main event mm -hmm. and, and we get 10 seconds into a fight again and it pops out again. At that point, you're stealing people's money. You're, you're selling, yeah. you're, you're selling wolf tickets when it comes to a fighter. If he's yeah. that injured and he can't get his shoulder and it's, it's and, stupid that he's out there or even trying to fight. And it kind of like, I mean, as, as, as the guy that picked uh, Al, Aljo to win and, and, a fan of the, of the boy, you know, it, it kind of fucks with his legacy too. Like he, it seems like every win he gets, you got people telling him, you know, oh, but his shoulder was hurt. Oh, but this happened. It's like, come on, man, you know, like 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 uh, now 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 they're looking to see what they're they're talking about bringing Henry Cejudo back to to fight Sterling now, and Henry Cejudo's, you know, he's been out for a while. I mean, I forget what the other. Oh, and uh, Sean O'Malley. Like even Sterling said, he told TMZ News, like if if I have, if I had my pick, the money fight is Sean O'Malley because that that's what's going to bring more eyeballs to to the event. But competitively, Henry Cejudo is the fight that he wants, and we know, you know, Sterling is put that generation of fighter that he's using his head and he's thinking about his future. That he's like he's weighing those options out, and obviously the money fight would be the the more money you win, the more money you can invest in your future. So it's it's uh. I, I I respect that, mm -hmm. but um, he's not active enough. He's talking about taking a ton of time off, and he makes excuse about champions only fight once, maybe twice if they're lucky. I saw a breakdown of that. That was totally wrong. The average champion fights two, like two, a little over two times a year, mm -hmm. um, based off of not a calendar year, but over twelve months. Um, it's two times is like well above, you know, as well the average. Um, and and I don't think he's won enough to be able to like, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think TJ took robbed him of of a chance to have a legitimate win. A lot of people see the yawn wins as a as a bad decision and and acting. Uh, that's just the way people see it. I'm not even mm -hmm. saying that that's completely my opinion on it, but that's the way people see it. Um, so to me, like a lot of people don't seem to have any credible wins. So who are you to kind of hold this division up? You're early on in your career. You're not. You're not old. I respect wanting to make money and make smart business decisions, mm -hmm. but you can do that without the title. I mean, you. This is a championship of the division. You know, the minute he loses that belt, nobody should give him a rematch. If this is how he's going to take every step of of his championship, uh, is I'd go now, dude. I'll fight the tenth ranked guy. I'm not going to fight you again. You don't get a rematch. You know, and then the minute then he'll be screaming and bitching and moaning about not getting his fair shot at, at his title back, you know, and I just, hey, I mean, not for no. nothing. There was a time he was getting overlooked though. Like when he was, when he was winning and he, I, I remember when he went out to fight Dominic, he wanted to fight Dominic Cruz. And you know what I mean? When he was coming back off of that knockout to Marais, I was kind of like, you know, there was that point when they did the submission of the year and he did the same Suluev stretch in the same event as whoever the other guy was. And they were giving it to him. And I was just like, yo, I don't like why. Why can't Aljo get any love, man? I mean, again, you know, I, I six degrees did, of separation, yeah. <laughs> you know. From, but I did. I get it. I get it. And I'm not. I don't even want to like. I, I hate getting too much into it because I don't really want to bash the guy. Like I totally understand what he's doing. However, when he talks about being overlooked and then he starts overlooking people, it's kind of like, dude, like, yeah, like. So if you get overlooked again, just don't complain about it. If Sahudo beats you. By some crazy decision, then no, you don't get a rematch. So Hudo's going to fight Sean O'Malley, mm. you know, and then he's going to fight Peter Yan, and then he's going to fight Sandhagen, and then he's going to fight Song, you know, and and, and Aljamain, you can win, you know, if you want to fight once a year, then you can you can, you know, I mean that's kind of my thing is like, dude, you you were out with an injury, but you're healthy now. You just fought, dominated, didn't didn't suffer any injury, so fight again, like or get a little bit of of fan love back. You know, don't make me have to be from New Jersey or New York to, <laughs> to want to defend you, you know? So, but again, man, like, uh, you know, I was, I was surprised by the whole TJ thing, getting back to, to Kevin's comment. Um, it's, that's terrible that, that he's done, uh, or that it appears that like, that's going to be a hard one to rebound from, but 
you know, I'd be fine with him just retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if what we're going to see is just going to be a shell of, of what he once was, because he was fun to watch for three, three, four year span there. He was, it was entertaining as hell, uh, watching what he was doing. To yeah, no, I liked, I liked him too for a while. And, and, and I, I didn't understand the whole, you know, when he, the PED thing, when he did it, cause I was, you know, he's technically in, in that boss root and lineage of, of training with, with, uh, under Ludwig and stuff like that. And we were seeing a lot of that when he, on his rise, but, um, then he did that because I guess he just, you know, Sometimes I guess if you want too much, you, you start to just hurt yourself. And this is, I think this is just more fallout from that. But um, speaking, speaking. Okay. So this is going to speaking of PDs, speaking of the MMA media, shouldn't we be making a bigger deal that Conor McGregor doesn't get tested for drugs anymore and that he's able to rehab a serious leg break and get ready for movies by taking steroids. Like you, like that's what's happening. And he's posting like that's what that's why would you remove yourself? Also, can fighters just remove themselves for like six months? Can a fighter be like, dude, I'm gonna do like three cycles and I'll catch you back like in six <laughs> months? Like Sterling, Sterling right now says he's not gonna fight for like eight months. Could he just tell the UFC like, no? Nah, I mean, dude, I need a couple months off of testing drug testing. I'm gonna go on vacation. I don't. I don't want to take any. You know. No, no drug testing for me for like two months, and then I'll come back into the pool, which I'm supposed to be in for what six more months. So that puts me in about June. I don't want to no drug tests for November, December, January, or February. <laughs> you know, and again, Aljamain Sterling. If for some crazy reason you're listening, I'm not saying you're on PEDs. I do not believe that is the case, but I do believe uh, that's what. Uh, I'll, I'll fuck him up for you, Alex. Well, that's what Greg was doing. I mean, listen, Anderson Silva tested positive for PEDs. You know, after, yeah, after I, the fight, coming I got off a, the leg break. There's a you know how many why. times I talk to Aljamain Sterling, and every time I see him again, he doesn't remember me. <laughs> so uh, I don't know why I defend him so much, but again, it's just because you know, like Matt Sarah, we had Ron on the podcast a couple weeks ago. That was so. It's like that weird, you know. It's just a weird six degrees of like jujitsu separation, I guess. That I'm like, all right, I got to support the guy because he's technically, you know, connected to to this northeast uh, jujitsu culture here in New York and New Jersey. But um, yeah. But I mean, I think we we caught up on everything we had to catch up on, right? Yeah, we got our rants out. Uh, <laughs> well, well, next week we'll uh, have some more stuff to look forward to, because um, we get the. Uh, I forgot the days, but I think we got, like you mentioned, the Bellator event coming up uh, in a week or two. Um, so November we'll 18th, I believe it was. It was 18th, so a little bit for. Yeah. Good night to you, uh, too, Kevin. Uh, thank you for listening. Appreciate the comment. Yes, sir. Um, thank you. I, f- I forget what the name of his newsletter is, but it's like, uh, what's the, what's your, the, something about, because he does physical therapy. And let me do the, let me do our closeout. And if you post yeah. it in time, we'll get it out. So fans can check out the show at combat hour on Twitter, coast to coast combat hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins at MMA Hawk 21 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ed at carb on Twitter, carb on Instagram and old head carb on Twitch. Kevin, you're on the countdown. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, before we close Post it, it we, can, we can always, we can always let it, you know, next week. Uh, I always share it on Twitter anyway, but I anyway, share it on Twitter, uh, so. good night, November, everyone. November 18th is uh Nemkov Anderson two Beltor two eighty eight. just, uh, cause you had mentioned it, but yeah, so good night, it'll everybody. be an extra week, but good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>